Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, this is Christian Watson, you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, and I will be rolling solo today, going through some of the fallout from the NFL combine at the running back and wide receiver positions among the incoming rookies. If you want to hear from us about our thoughts about what some of the NFL GMs and coaches had to say, during the week, you can always go back and listen to the last two episodes. The, the audio on the last episode, a little bit messed up <laughs> that we did there from our Airbnb in Indy. But um, I think it's uh, I think it's one that you can certainly um, you can certainly at least kind of make out what we're saying, I hope. And speaking of speaking of not being able to make out, this is the second time I'm having, I'm having to start over and record this podcast again after already doing it once. Because after getting back home from Indy, I forgot to I forgot <laughs> I forgot to plug my mic back in, and so I was talking into the mic, but it wasn't plugged in uh, to where it was supposed to go. So it was just the computer recording me. And the computer's sitting way over here, and it just it, all it did was pick up stuff from outside, <laughs> like you couldn't even hear me. So even as badly as I wanted to put out a product that had a you know, just be lazy and put it out. And like, it was just, you wouldn't have been able to understand anything. So anyway, glad to have you guys back. Uh, we'll just go through this stuff quickly um, or as quickly as we can until I get talking about things. Um, I guess let's just start out with the wide receivers and uh, no better place to start, I suppose, than with the two Ohio state guys, Garrett Wilson, the junior and Chris Olave, the senior. And the first thing I, the first thing, you know, the, I guess the first point that I have about these guys was a thought that I had when I was at the senior bowl. And actually, dude, as I was watching Chris Olave's tape and when you watch Chris Olave's tape, you're just like, man, he's so refined. He is an absolute, you know, quarterback's best friend with the way that he can get open. He's the all time touchdown scoring leader in Ohio state history. Um, we said at the time that he has deceptive speed and that's certainly been the case. You know, when we talk about the forties, Chris Olave ended up running a uh, running a four three nine after just after that initial unofficial four two six, which was just so so crazy to see. But you know four three nine even as it is so so fast, just absolutely elite body control. You know field awareness, 
a, a, a quarterback's best friend. He can play inside. He can play outside. Super fine. NFL ready, ready to go. Right. And so you juxtapose that with um, Garrett Wilson, who just from a evaluation standpoint, it feels like is a lot more explosive might be the better athlete. I mean, me being a Lake Travis guy, I'm, I'm here in Lake Travis. That's where Garrett Wilson went to high school. Whenever I would think about Garrett Wilson versus Chris Olave, my, you know, my fires would always go back to Luke Garrett. Wilson's just always been a G. Um, he's always been the kind of player who you look at and you just say, you know, he's, a, he's a virtuoso. He's absolutely magical. And I, I went on Matt Kelly's podcast over on Roto Wonder World. Uh, along with my friend Cody Carpentier, who was with us in Indy this year. And I said, you know, I, I said, I'm, I'm going to have Garrett Wilson ranked above Olave. I'd done my work on Olave at that time. I hadn't done my work on Garrett Wilson, though. After getting some of that stuff done, um, it's going to – I have a hard time choosing between these two guys. And we just went – like, let's just look at – let's look at how – okay. So Garrett Wilson, let me just get him up here next to Olave. We just go through line by line. So, like we said, for just for Dynasty, we want the younger guy, right? Garrett Wilson was a junior. Chris Olave was a senior. But they're the same age. They were born a few months apart. Both those guys are going to be 22 the, this, this next year in the NFL. Both are six feet tall. Chris Olave was 187. Garrett Wilson waited at 183. The hand size is nine and a half inch hands for Chris Olave, nine and seven eighths inch for, for Garrett Wilson, which makes a little sense. Garrett Wilson, you've seen him make the highlight reel kind of Odell Beckham catches and stuff like that. He, like he's, he's an acrobat, right? He's, 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 he's magic. Um, the arms 31 and an eighth for Olave 32 inches for Garrett Wilson. And the 40 times, I mean, it's four, three, nine for Olave at four, three, eight for Garrett Wilson. As far as their next gen scores from next, our friends at next gen stats, their athleticism scores from the combine 73 for Chris Olave 77 for Garrett Wilson. I think that probably has to do with the fact that, um, let's see, what was it? So, so it was verticals that we can compare for these two guys. Um, Chris Olave had a horrible vertical, 32 inches. And that doesn't sound like that much less than the 36 inch vertical that Garrett Wilson had. But when you take it into consideration, I mean, when you sort, just you, you sort them all in a row, you realize that like there's a there's a big difference. There's a lot of guys that are like 33, 33 and a half, 34, 34 and a half, 35, all the way, you know, three guys had 36, Garrett Wilson, uh, Jalen Tolbert and Jahan Dotson, who were all uh, clearly, you know, um, good athletes in their in their own right. So I think there was that to be considered. The thing, uh, let's see, did did uh, I think that also did Garrett Wilson run his short shuttle? Yeah, Garrett Wilson ran his short shuttle. Um, Chris Olave didn't take part in any of the agility drills. And that's going to be interesting to follow that. Like, uh, all right, so none of the running backs did agility stuff. And I, I don't really know why. I think probably what it has to do with is how screwed up everything was this year with um, – they got to do their, they have to do their interviews with the media. Then they got to do bench press. Then they got to, they take a break. Then after that, they go and they do their uh, on-field testing. So their, you know, their vertical jump, their broad jump, their, their short shuttle, their cone drills, their, um, their, 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 their 40 yard dash, like all that stuff. Then they have to do go through the on-field, you know, drill testing and stuff. And so I think just with these guys, man, they're just, 
they, I mean, they were fine doing it. Clearly it didn't hurt the 40 times because people ran fast forties and everything like that. But I just think out of all that day, they just said, man, let's, let's get back to our pro days for the home cooking for these agility tests. Um, so it's going to be hard peeling off agility scores for these guys, because the fact is it's like, what are we going to rely on? Are we going to rely on, we're going to rely on like, I don't know. Are we going to rely on these people who are, timing at these pro days using their use like their iPhones and stuff like that. I just, I don't know how we're going to get agility scores for all these guys when so many of them neglected to do it. But look, man, Olave Garrett Wilson, I think that both these dudes are going to be, I mean, they're both going to be in a tier with Traylon Burks right at the very top. And Traylon Burks, I don't know if we can move him away from wide receiver one, even though he ran a four five five. I was looking over at playerprofiler.com. I think it was 85th percentile speed score because he is, dude. He, I mean, he's six, he's, he's 225 pounds. He's six foot two. He's got 10 inch hands. He, he looks like AJ Brown, that four five five kind of goes along with what you would think about a dude who was like, and A.J. Brown clone, right down to the fact that he ran like 70%, 76% of his routes out of the slot last year. People worry, it's like, where are you going to line him up? All this stuff, like, it's so stupid. It's like the same thing about A.J. Brown. It's like, we're going to worry ourselves sick about this. We're going to pick the Traylon Burke stuff to death over the course of, uh, you know, the course of the next six weeks when maybe we shouldn't. I was a little, you know, I kind of wasn't thinking the Ohio State guys should be in the same tier as Traylon Burks. Maybe the only way that I came off him just a little bit is thinking that these guys we, we need to consider them and we need to really dig in and do our homework and make sure that we want to trail on Burks more than we want to Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. But man, he's 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 an elite guy right at the very top, and he'll continue to be a top five dynasty pick. I think. I mean, he's one of the most productive wide receivers in all of football during twenty twenty one, with just really good hands, really good length, ability to go get it. He's like one of like probably the I, I, yeah, I think he had the best like my ball mentality in all the football last year. And you just look, I mean, he had 48% of his teams receiving touchdowns. He was one of the, I mean, he basically, if you look at his ability to win one-on-one versus SEC corners, he did it absolutely consistently. And there's the other thing too about Traylon Burks. He's smart. I, I didn't realize that he was on the SEC academic honor roll just basically throughout his time in college. So he's smart. He'll be able to pick up a new system. He's going to be young this year. Let's see. Traylon Burks is going to be, you know, twenty. He'll, he he broke out at age twenty. He'll be t- he'll he'll be twenty two this year. So he's he's another one of these juniors that'll be twenty two this year. A lot like Wilson, and uh, and some of these others that we'll talk about. But I, I think I'm not going to get too far off Traylon Burks. But I do kind of consider him in a tier now with Olave and with Garrett Wilson. Uh, Traylon Burks did uh, pretty miserable. I think. Let me. I think Traylon Burks actually did try and do a three cone. Um, did he? Yeah, he did. He did a three cone and it was no good. It was seven to eight. And, you know, you figure Traylon Burks whenever you when I, I know I compared him to A.J. Brown, but you, you could kind of consider him a guy, not a refined route runner, not a dude who you, you know, not a guy that really sinks his hips into cuts and, and creates separation like that. That's not how he wins. He's a dynamic player that can line up all over the place. And, um, you know, a seven point two eight was tied for the second worst. Uh, of anybody who ran with that said, man, it's like only, only 13 guys ran short shuttles out of 40 wide receivers who were there. Only 14 guys ran three cones who were there. Trey, I think Traylon Burks ran his three cone and said, no, no, I'm not going to do any more of this agility stuff. He's I'm going to save it for the home cooking of those hand timers of the scouts. uh, Whenever I get back to 
the the uh the back to Fayetteville. Um 728 though, that's this dude, that is the same three cone that Jahan Dotson ran. And to me, out of Penn State, the senior, he weighed in at 5'11, 178, nine and a half inch hands. He ran a 4-4-3. And if you look at his next, uh, uh, I just pulled up the um the people at Next Gen Stats were nice enough to send me the updated uh, athleticism scores from the combine here. Jahan Dotson did not test well. In his, he has a 60 as far as his athleticism score from Next Gen. If you just look at where that is compared to everybody else, that's basically bottom 12 out of every, out of everybody at the combine. And I'm just like, well, how is it that bad? Because he ran a 4-4-3, right? Like, how can it be that bad? And the reason was he had a 7-2-8 three cone. I was thinking, Jesus, how did Jahan Dotson – have a 7283 cone whenever lateral agility is his best attribute. When we talk about how this guy is a mix of a Deontay Johnson meets like a Van Jefferson because he has this truly elite ability to get into and out of his cuts without losing momentum and creating separation that way. It's like that's his game. Like we talked about how oh, that's not the game for Traylon Burstable. That's absolutely the game for um, Jahan Dotson. And you just wonder what the hell is going on here for a guy that can shift gears in a flash and He's just he's so good at, uh, you know, mixing up his his game speed to, to to, you know, to throw off corners or, you know, or to be able to get safeties to do certain things to create spots in the zone coverage that you can kind of sink into and, and catch footballs. He's like, how does this guy how is this guy running in this this slow three cone? So it'll be interesting to follow there with Jahan Dotson, who I'm not sure. Look, I think that, you know, there was a sort of tier. Uh, towards maybe the end of the first round of these dynasty rookie drafts that whenever we first started, we did the roster watch versus Roto Underworld. When I remember towards the end of it, it was like guys like Jahan Dotson, David Bell, um, um, George Pickens. And I think George Pickens is now, I think maybe we elevate him above Dotson. Maybe those two are in sort of the same category, but the guy that's really moved into that realm too is Christian Watson. We'll talk about, but, as far as Pickens, he's a junior too. Um, he said at the combine that he's like a bigger Devontae Adams, which my guy Cody Carpentier pointed out. That's kind of true because he's taller, but he's like not as he's not like bigger. George Pickens is 6'3, 195 at the combine, and he has eight and three quarter inch hands. So I I mean, it's like his 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 features aren't really that big. He but he is a big dude. He's a tall guy. I mean, he, he ran a four four seven, super young breakout age. Everybody knows, and that's a really good forty time for a dude who uh, just just this year is coming off of the uh, torn ACL and like he's like you know like Trashman always talks about him. One of the best as far as play strength, probably the best in the whole entire class. He is definitely a real bully with a wide catch radius. It's just so weird to think he's got eight three quarter inch hands with a super wide catch radius that he has but you know it's a, it's a uh you know one of these guys that just tracks the ball really really well he he produced with not great quarterback play in college he's i mean he's got that kind of gravitas to him where he's already signed with tom brady's like marketing company and he's um he's he's, he's all business at the podium that's that's for sure i mean he's definitely very very um sure of himself we'll say with Pickens, and I still think he's really good, but I, th- I think he needs to be sort of in a tier here. I think Dotson was always in the tier, but the guy who's moved out of that tier for me is David Bell from Purdue, who's moved in as uh, Christian Watson from North Dakota State. He was a redshirt senior this last year. He weighed in at six foot four, two hundred eleven pounds with ten inch hands. 
didn't break out till his age 23 season. So that's a little bit concerning. He'll be 24 this next year, but dude, he blazed a four, three, six, 40. He absolutely killed the combine. Uh, we saw him at the senior bowl and we wondered, well, what, he looks great on tape, even though it's weird that he didn't, he, he, he never averaged more than like, I think four catches per game in his college career. It's just, but that's how the North Dakota state offense runs, right? It's, it's a run first offense, but you wonder, okay, so you can go to the senior bowl and like, could he be an Ali Marpet or Darius Leonard or a Dallas Goddard before he got hurt that year? Or a, um, I'm trying to think of, you know, these, these, these small school guys last year, Quinn Miners. Um, this year, Trevor Penning, some of these guys from the you know smaller schools, are they going to fit in? Are they going to be like and Christian Watson? They just fit in, dude. He dominated. He he was great. So to see him come in and blaze a four three six, I mean Christian Watson, a 99th percentile speed score out of this thing. He scored a 99. He scored the highest grade of anybody at the whole or tied for the highest grade of anybody at a whole entire record setting NFL combine. Uh, he's got a 99 from the next gen stats as far as the next gen athletic score and i'm trying to look and see why i think christian watson's vertical was the sixth best his broad jump so his vertical was the sixth best at 38 and a half inches his broad jump i believe was the best i think it's the best i'll make sure and see yeah he had the best broad jump of all i think it was like 11 was it 11 four um 136 inches what so that's what one uh, 120 is 10. So yeah, 120, 132 would be, um, 11. So 11, four, um, just killed all that stuff. Did not do any of his agility stuff, but man, that, that, that four, three, six, at, uh, two, I think he weighed in at 208, that two, that two elevens from the senior bowl, but, um, it, 208, 211, 10 inch hands, four, three, six, Sign me up. I think it's going to be tough to decide between George Pickens and Christian Watson. Calvin Austin's a dude who continues to just move up. We have him now listed at five eight. He's more on the better side of five foot seven, but five foot eight, one hundred and seventy three pounds. I believe that that's a senior bowl number. I think he might have been one seventy at the combine, but still for a smaller guy, nine and eighth inch hands. He ran the four three two, and he was the one guy that did do his agility stuff. Uh, so in the short shuttle. Uh, Calvin Austin had the best short shuttle at 4.07 and Calvin Austin absolutely murked the three cone at a 6.65. So he's a dude who's electric in space. He is a, um, what do we say? We call him kind of like a mix. He's got some Rondia Moore to him. He's got some Elijah Moore. He's got a little bit of T.Y. Hilton, just super, 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 super shifty. And you can see like, it's weird because with Calvin Austin, the shiftiness really showed up. In the agility testing, it did not show up one bit for uh, Jahan Dotson. You know, uh, the guy who really it feels like fell to me was David Bell at four six five. It's just too slow. I mean, I know we don't really care that much, and people will say, "Well, Keenan Allen was ran a four seven, or Jarvis Landry slow, or whatever Cooper Cup and stuff." And I was like, I mean, David Bell doesn't he. Whenever you look at his profile and you look at his you know, evaluation, and I did the evaluation on him, what you like is he's going to be really young, right? He's only going to be 21 in his rookie year. He broke out at a super young age. Um, he made an immediate impact on a team that also included Rondell Moore at Purdue, right? He was 
a silky route runner, smooth, slinky, silky. Um, and he was, he was like that because of his change of direction, his instincts, his um, just, he's just a good football player, man. Great feet in his stems. He was a mega producer just as a possession receiver. He would like, I believe that he averaged over hundred yards a game for the last two seasons. So you just wonder like, is this guy a compiler uh, you know, or is he going to have the athleticism to really do this at the NFL level? Because, I mean, he had some of his big, biggest games versus really good competition. Some of his biggest games, like watch the 2021 tape versus Ohio State, watch it versus Michigan State. Those are good teams that David Bell had good games against. You're like, well, shit, but like what's what's really not to like here? Then he comes out, you know, he runs a, runs a 4-6, and you begin to wonder. It's like sometimes you hear the NFL might not be as big on him as the people in the dynasty space and stuff. And you start thinking, well, is this a, you know, this is due to models, models himself after Alan Robinson. Could this kind of be, um, you know, could this be like Tyler Johnson, um, Rashad Bateman? I mean, Rashad Bateman was one of our comps for him. I just, I wonder if it's like, you know, if he's a guy, just, I just wonder if his acceleration and stuff is like, it looks too limited on film. I just wonder if it really is that four six five. It really felt like it. I think that was the worst. I think four six five was the worst uh, forty times. Was it the worst sort? No. Okay, so Slade Bolden was the worst at four six six. But I mean, it's tied for the second worst, guys. Like it's not a not 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 great um, there for David Bell. It feels like he's going to have to be more in a kind of tier with. Some of these other guys, I think Calvin Austin maybe is in David Bell's tier now. I think Sky Moore from Western Michigan for sure. Sky Moore, I can't believe it. 5'10", 195 out of Western Michigan. And he just looks all the part of like a dog, like a Jarvis Landry. Trashman compared him a little bit to a Sterling Shepard. Um, I like, I mean, the thing about Sky Moore is like you meet him and he's got that different energy. He's a real alpha um, has that mentality to where he's going to go out and win, win, win. And he actually had a pretty good next-gen score as far as his uh, athleticism at 74, top 10 or so out of 40 guys, uh, 10 and a half inch hands. He had the biggest hands of any wide receiver at the combine at five foot 10, 195. And it shows he was the offense for Western Michigan. 40% of his team's rece- – he had 94 receptions, 40% of his team's receptions, uh, 39% of his team's receiving yards – and 48% of his team's receiving touchdowns. He was the offense, dude. He was the offense. And even Trashman, who is more down on Sky more than anybody should reasonably be, he talks about how aggressive he is, what savvy footwork he has, how quick he is on how quick he is in space, how he has a knack for breaking tackles, how he's not afraid to run over the middle, how he how he'll go out there and do the dirty work for you. He's that kind of dude, man. He's got, he has that kind of energy. Certainly moving up my board. I mean, like our model, if you just look at his production model, he'd be like a top five guy in the class. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't have him ranked currently in the top five, but he's certainly moving kind of more up that way. I think I like him. I mean, there's one day Robinson from Kentucky who came in a little bit small, five foot eight, 178, and just didn't test that well. You know, for, for, with four 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 speed, that's fine, right? But God damn, all the all these guys ran just ran just so fast. You know, it's like it feels so, sorry. It feels so weird that um, I kind of kind of lost the mic there for a minute. It feels so weird to say that we would be worried about that, but um, 
you know, four four one. And the the fact of the matter is, the vertical jump was not the the vertical jump wasn't any good for him. Wandale Robinson was here. Where even was he? So it it wasn't too bad. Thirty four and a half. What was it? Maybe it was the broad where he wasn't as good. Yeah. So the broad he was in sixth to last place out of the what all but six guys tested. So six to last place out of 34 guys, um, four, 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 small, just overall, it's not going to get you a good, uh, athletic score there. Um, and, uh, I just, you know, he's it for a guy that looks a little bit more like a running back than a wide receiver as it is. How is he going to fit in? I mean, I looked at him, I just said, this guy looks like a Demetri Felton and he's been a, yeah, he's been a nice player for the Browns. I'm not sure how fantasy relevant he's been. I think that Curtis Samuel's probably sort of the top end of his range. Jalen Tolbert is probably here. And the 449 that he ran, it's about what you'd expect, right? Uh, Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama, six foot one, 195, 10-inch hands. Um, super productive, great senior bowl. I just think that these guys like, you know, Calvin Austin at this point, who was on our all-senior bowl team, Christian Watson, who was on our all-senior bowl team, I think those guys, I consider them players that I want more in Dynasty than I do Jalen Tolbert. Players I want more in the real NFL than I do Jalen Tolbert. Um, Sky Moore, I think. May, I, I think. It's, it's just hard. It feels like that's a little bit of a tier of its own. Like David Bell, Sky Moore, Jalen Tolbert, how you stack those guys up. Calvin Austin could maybe be in that tier. you know. But it just it feels like Christian Watson, Pickens, Dotson, those guys are in sort of the neck, you know, Look, it, it should go with the Ohio State guys, Traylon Burks, and that's sort of that first tier. After that, it feels like the consistency is sort of coalescing around a Dodson, Pickens, Watson, right? Bell is not in there anymore. feels like Bell is now into this new one where we have Sky Moore. We have Calvin Austin. We have David Bell. We have Wandale. We have Jalen Tolbert. Other guys of note, um, Bayless Jones, one of the best testers at the Combine, ran a 4-3-1 at six feet – 203 pounds. The one thing about Bayless, you just got to remember, he's going to be 25 this year. You know, he, uh, Bayless Jones out of Tennessee. He was at USC, transferred. He lost a year, COVID. Like, he's going to be 25, but he sure did look good. And you know what? Let me go back to Garrett Wilson one thing. We were in there watching the drills this year, and Garrett Wilson and Lucas Oil watching the wide receiver cornerback drills. Garrett, watch, watch Garrett Wilson's gauntlet versus Chris Olave's gauntlet. I don't know why, because Bayless Jones ran a, ran a good gauntlet. But it just like that's another juxtaposition about those like those two guys. Watch watch how watch how like serpentine and and kind of off balance that Garrett Wilson gets when he's going through that thing, framing the football in this. And watch Olave the way he goes through crystal clean, straight line, perfect gauntlet like he's some kind of Odell Beckham. Um, I. Just something I don't know why that came into my head, but yeah, I do, I do remember Valus Jones looking good in the gauntlet drill. Bo Melton, man, had a good. Bo Melton ran a four three four. Bo Bo Melton from from Rutgers, um, just a you know unbelievable week from him. Unbelievable week at the Senior Bowl. He probably probably need to move him up in the rankings, but can I get him ahead of Valus Jones or Danny Gray and stuff? It's just uh, starts to get a, starts to get a little bit hard to figure out. Oh God, dude, we got Cody Carpentier in the chat. <laughs> what's up cody i didn't i didn't see you in here man um i uh you got a lot of got a lot of comments here all right we, we guys can go check out the chat and see what all cody's saying good to see you cody um okay the um the other stuff 
I'm just trying to think if there's any of these other guys who we need to really, really pit on. I mean, Tyquan Thornton, we could probably talk about. I, I haven't done the formal evaluation on him, but Jesus, he ran a 4-2-8. So clearly that's going to be interesting to kind of kind of watch him and see see what's next. Um, let's talk quickly now about the running backs. And I have not done my official evaluation. So here's how it works at Roster Watch. Trashman and I get the evaluations done of the top 30 wide receivers in the draft. We're rounding that out right this instant. Only have a few more to do. Notice I didn't talk about some of the guys that could be considered up at the very top, like Drake London and things like that, because he didn't work out at the combine. Clearly, you know, when we're talking about that, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Tier. I think Drake London might kind of be in there too, right? Um but he could he could run really slow. Uh, I'll be interested to see what he does at his or he he shit he might not run at all. So I, I d- didn't want to leave him out. I didn't want to leave out the guys like you know the Jamison Williams and the you know. But he didn't run. Justin Ross didn't run. So um, if you're wondering why I didn't talk about those guys, John John Mechie he didn't run. I think that all those guys pro, you know they fit into the they fit into that sort of. You know, they're going to be in your dynasty leagues. Those guys are probably going to be picked around the one, two ish turn. I think London will probably be in the mid first round. And then I think that the guys like Jameson Williams, John Mechie are probably going to be one, two ish turn guys. Probably guys are going to be choosing between them and like George Pickens or Christian Watson. Now that Christian Watson has the basically, the, I mean, the best combine since fucking Megatron. Um, that's going to be hard to then deny that. And so I think that's about kind of where you're going to seed those guys. So I, I know people probably ask about that. The, the reason I'm leaving them out is because there just aren't any numbers for us to talk about. We'll certainly have more on that as we get going through these pro days. Okay. With the running backs. So we'll talk Isaiah Spiller didn't. So who didn't run? That was of consequence. Um, Hassan Haskins out of Notre, out of, I'm sorry, out of Michigan, he didn't run the redshirt junior. He did weigh in six foot two, 228 pounds. Um, that'll be interesting to see because he was actually a really productive guy. I mean, 1,458 total yards last year. He also did have 18 catches, good for a 7% market share. Um, but clearly, I mean, look, I'm, did Zaquandre White didn't run? Hmm. It, neither of the South Carolina guys ran. Kevin Harris or Quan White. But the biggest one will be Isaiah Spiller. We'll be at Isaiah Spiller's Pro Day on March 22nd, and we'll be there to you know time what he does and everything like that. But uh, let's just talk about Spiller. Right? I mean, Spiller kind of for a guy that didn't run. Spiller's. Let me get this stuff pull, pull up with, with Spiller. He had he 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 he, he tested miserably. Uh, outside of outside of the forty that he that he didn't run, he's going to need to run. A, he's going to need to run some, do some much better stuff at the Texas A and M Pro Day. Let's talk about the guys who did run um, forty times. So right at the very top with the forty, we have Pierre Strong and Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers. Pierre Strong from South Dakota State, and Pierre Strong. Whenever you, I haven't done the work on him yet, but four, he he ran a four three seven at five eleven two hundred seven pounds, and. This is a guy that caught 22 balls, went for 890, 1,897 total yards and 18 touchdowns last year for South Dakota State. So one of the best producers there was. And at 5'11", 207, that's the perfect requisite size. We always talk about that sort of um, 
that 207, 205 to 207, sort of Devontae Freeman, uh, uh, Trey Mason, sort of the Mason-Dixon line of, of like, you got to be over this certain amount if you want to be featured back. I haven't watched any of Pierre Strong yet. I certainly hope to soon. But uh, the, the 437 at, at 217, 207 pounds certainly does stand out. Isaiah Pacheco, just all the drip in the world, wearing his Gucci sunglasses to his media availability this last week. Um, he's the senior out of Rutgers, 5'10", 216, runs a 437. Now, was not that productive this last year uh, at Rutgers, but he was, I believe, injured a little bit. And also, everybody knows that Rutgers wants to run the football, and they do it with a whole lot of different running backs. Uh, so Isaiah Pacheco, if you would have watched any of the hype videos for Rutgers before the season, he was definitely touted as RB1. Uh, they expected a big season out of him. He's a good-looking kid. I think that dude, he's just one of these guys that you look at. There's a lot of these guys. Ty Chandler out of North Carolina. Zamir White out of Georgia. Um, uh, you know, J- Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati, who we saw at the – at the senior bowl who had to leave after the first couple of days because, uh, because of the birth of his child, right. Jim Ron Ford out of Cincinnati, he's five foot 11, two ten. He ran a four, four, six. Um, he was a big, big part of that Cincinnati offense. I mean, he was responsible for 28% of that team's offense last year. That, the, the, I mean, that Cincinnati team was a team for the ages, right? Right there in that four, four, six range. We also had like Rashad white, one of our favorites, from the senior bowl. He'll only, he was, he was a retro senior last year, but he'll still only be 23 uh, this season at six foot, 214 pounds. He would, he had of every wide or of every, he, he was like a wide receiver. He had a team mark. He had a team receive receptions market share, like a damn wide receiver. We saw it at the combine, my boy Cody and the carpenter in the chat. He'll tell you he is a patient runner. He has a lot of that prime sort of Le'Veon Bell style to him as far as the way that he runs little bit of an upright style. He's tall, but Rashad White's not as tall as you would have think. The guy's listed at six foot two, but we saw at the combine, he's, he, he's six foot even, 214 pounds. So while he does like present a lot of his body weight, or I'm sorry, a lot of his body area to defenders with the way he runs and the way he's kind of patient and smooth and not like this kind of violent runner like a Damian Pierce was at the con- at the senior bowl. Um, he's a guy who, uh, I've, I've heard the David Johnson comp kind of thrown out there. I think that's what Matt Kelly was saying, kind of David Johnson-ish. I think that that's perfectly fine. I think that it makes a lot of sense. He's a guy that just caught so many footballs, a little bit of an upright runner, and now we know he's got some speed. Man, four four eight is good for six foot two, 214 pounds. So I think that Rashad White is now trending towards the top five because at the top five now you have Brees Hall, who I've, I've buried the lead here with what Brees Hall did. Jesus Christ. I mean, Brees Hall – uh, runs a four three nine at five of 11, 217 pounds. And I mean, let's just see what else he did. So running backs with the broad jump, uh, did Brees Hall do the broad jump? So Brees Hall broad jump 10 foot six. It was the tied for the third best. He verticaled the highest at 40 inch vertical. Um, he had the, I think it was, was it the, the, Right up here, I mean, 4.37 was the best 40-yard dash. He ran a 4.39. He's only going to be 21 this year. He was the most productive running back of all in our models as far as uh, his production score, only with right there with Tyler Beatty. Tyler Beatty at 5'8", 197. I mean, he'll be 23 this year. We liked him at the Senior Bowl. He ran a 4.45. But, yeah, I mean, look, Brees Hall is your RB1. Um, 
your RB2 is without question at this point, and most definitely Kenny Walker out of Michigan State, the junior. He, he showed up at 5'11", I'm sorry, 5'9", 2'11", built like a brick house, uh, and he blazes a 4'38". He's going to be 21 this year. He was responsible for 33% of his teams. For, I mean, he, he, he had 1,735 total yards last year, and people are – you know, worried about the fact that he only caught 13 balls. But here's here here's here's what I've heard from people. Scouts say they've seen Kenny Walker catch the ball. They're fine. They're fine with that. They say if you're worried about one thing in this aspect, worry about whether he can, he can pass protect. Like that's more important. Like yes, he he can catch. Is can he pass protect? And they're going to worry about him. Like they keep on worrying about Joe Mixon. He's going to be one of these guys where he's they just his NFL team keeps saying we 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 got you. we have to have you meet us halfway with your pass pro. Because that's what's going to keep him off the field. Like his, his hands, these guys can catch their football players. They've been catching football since they were four years old. Like, they, I mean, they can catch. Kenny Walker can catch. People say he can catch. And I would tell you, even people didn't say he could catch, that he could catch. He's a football player. It's, you know, it's, it, it's Kenny, Kenny Pass Protect. And that'll be the biggest thing to follow whenever we get into rookie minicamps. So you, you have Brees Hall, you have Kenny Walker. Then a lot of people will say Isaiah Spiller. Some people might have said beforehand, that they would have had, um, they would have had Kyron Williams from Notre Dame, the redshirt sophomore, 5'9", 194. He ran a four six five. He ran the worst forty of anybody at hundred at one hundred and ninety four pounds. Ky- Kyron Williams comes in and just, I mean, what was his broad jump? Kyron Williams, the second worst broad jump. So Don, Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight, and Isaiah Spiller had the worst broads at nine foot at nine foot six. Kyron Williams had the second worst, tied with his sincere McCormick from UTSA, who was another disappointment. Um, Kyron Williams had the second worst at nine eight. Vertical. Like I said, we're not going to get agility on these guys. Vertical. Kyron Williams, thirty-two inches. So. Not terrible in the not terrible in the grand scheme of things. That's right with like in that what Chris Olave jumped. So it's like it, it isn't you know it, it's not terrible. But I mean, there were got like Tyler Al, Ty, Tyler Algier is 5'11", 224 pounds, and he jumped thirty three, and that guy's built like an absolute anvil of a you know. I mean, here's Kyron Williams who could fancy himself a satellite back. That you know says he's going to catch every football. He weighs 194 pounds. He's going to jump 32 inches. He's going to have the second worst broad, and then he's going to run a four six five. And then I talked about Isaiah. You know, so it's like he can't. I mean, he he can't be in any kind of top five. And then like, look, I talk about Isaiah Spiller. Like he could do great at the A and M Pro Day. He could run a four four one with home cooking. He could improve some of this stuff. But Isaiah Spiller, dude, like. How can we get that pumped? Like he he didn't do agility, but Isaiah Spiller from A and M, who a lot of people consider as their running back too, and I guess I can I mean I guess I can understand it because he does really look he's appealing right as far as his size and as far as like being this SEC running back six foot two hundred seventeen pounds he's only gonna be twenty one this year. He caught 25 footballs, which was good for a 12% market share. That's going to pop in a lot of guys' models, right? But he didn't run his 40. 
I'm not sure. I'm not really sure how fast he is. And then just with the, you know, no, without any agility stuff to go on, we look at the, we look at the 30 inch um, vertical leap, only two guys worse than him as far as the running backs, Snoop Connor at 29 and a half and CJ Verdell at 29 and a half. And we look at the broad jump, Isaiah Spiller had the very worst of anybody, nine feet, six inches. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something here, but like, I mean, I, I, I look at guys like Rashad white and I start thinking, man, maybe Rashad white starts getting kind of moved up here a little bit. You know, some of this, uh, there, some of these other guys who you can look at and you could say, man, like, do we need to start thinking like some of these guys, do we need to start thinking about like Brian Robinson? I mean, who ran the four, five, three. It's like, what if, what if Isaiah Spiller just runs a, runs a four or five? Damian Pierce, one of our favorites, dude. They talk about a pit bull. That guy's like a Darius guy's 2.0. And he just did everything you would expect at the combine. He, he ran a four, five, nine. It's not fast. You weren't expecting him to be super fast, but it's good enough. We got to see it at the combine, dude. The guy runs like an angry ball of blades. It's just like, and so you start thinking about the Rashad Whites, the Damian Pierce's, the I mean, obviously the Kenny Walkers, the Brees Halls, all this stuff. Like all of a sudden, do we need to start? If Isaiah Spiller doesn't test through the roof at his at his pro day, all of a sudden, do we need to start considering him more at the back end of our dynasty top five as far as rookie running back? you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.